Hi everyone, Tiffany here with a super quick note that this podcast was recorded as part of a previous bundle season. That means that the dates that you're about to hear for the bundle, well, they're no longer correct. If you're interested in seeing what the dates are for this year's sale, please visit thebellydancebundle.com. There you'll find all the up-to-date information on our upcoming bundle. While the dates may be wrong and the class mentioned here isn't available through us any longer, many of our guests still have their courses available for purchase individually, so please do feel free to click through to their offerings and take a look. You're going to want to check it out after hearing how brilliant they are. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. It's Yala Rocks episode 24 and today is a bit overwhelming. We made it to the end of our interviews. Yes, you did it. Holy crap. Have you listened to a lot of great information over the past 21 days? You've learned a couple of different ways to set goals. You've heard how the dance has changed as our contributors have entered it at different times. You've learned about the history of Zills, musicality, style, authenticity, music. I mean, what haven't we covered? (laughs) A lot. Here's the thing, there is so much to know in this dance, and most of it isn't cut and dried. There are nuances, variations, multiple explanations, pathways, and options all over the place in this dance. So today, I wanted to talk to you about overwhelm, and how it's all too prevalent in our dance, and what you can do about it. Because make no mistake, this feeling holds a lot of people back. And you might be one of them without even really noticing. Before we hop into the show, just a quick notice that the Belly Dance Bundle is on sale until October 23rd, so make sure to grab your copy while you can. You can find all of the information on what's included, our contributors, and more at www.thebellydancebundle.com. Hello, you gorgeous belly dancer, and welcome to Yala Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. I'm your host, Tiffany, and today it's just me. In fact, it's going to be just me for the next couple of days. I'll be coming to you here until the 23rd with some mini lessons to help you get the most out of these podcast episodes and to help you translate all of this wonderful information into your personal practice in a sustainable way. If you've listened to all of our episodes up until now, You're swimming in a pool of information. And for some of you, that's going to make you feel super empowered and awesome. And I just learned all of the things amazing. For others, you're probably like, oh man, there is so much I don't know. How am I ever going to be able to become proficient in all of this? I'm such a poser. Do people even use the word poser anymore? Anyway, look, it's not just you. First off, imposter syndrome is very real, and we're going to have a whole episode on that later on. But secondly, this is actually a paraphrase of a conversation that I had with one of the contributors as they were listening through the podcasts. It's not just you, and not by a long shot. Even the wonderful dancers who contributed to this bundle and to this podcast, even some of them still feel this way. And I don't know about you, but that makes me feel way less alone. (laughs) 
So today we're going to talk about overwhelm and how it can jettison your dance practice. So we're going to do a little exercise. At some point today, I want you to grab a sheet of paper and make a list of everything that you want to improve about your dance practice and your dance itself over the next, let's say five to 10 years. Go to town on this list, write it all down. Then I want you to make a second list. This one involves all of the things that are pulling on your free time families, if you have to work outside of actual work hours, sleep, hobbies, dance, etc. We'll come back to both of these in a minute, but I'm going to bet on two things when you look at these lists and they're done. First, they're going to be really long. Mine are as well. Secondly, the feeling that you get when you look at those lists, I bet it isn't great. I bet that you feel a bit overwhelmed. So let's focus on the dance list first. It's already as long as your arm, but then you're going to go to a conference or you're going to listen to a podcast. Hi. And you find even more things that you didn't know or aren't an expert at. So the list continues to grow and grow and grow as you proceed through your dance journey. And whether you know it or not, this building on of the pressure, a lot of times it can hamper your dance practice. Why? Well, it can be as straightforward as just feeling overwhelmed. But do you know how else this manifests? Not knowing what to practice in your dance. If you've ever gotten to the dance floor and had no idea what to do, it's likely because there's too many things that you want to do. And sometimes when there's just too many things, nothing comes to mind. There's too many paths ahead into your dance and you want to take all of them at once without the ability to do so right at that moment. It's a sneaky side effect of overwhelm, so we have to reframe it. To me, we have to look at this as a positive, because if we let this feeling of overwhelm take us over, of not knowing what to do next because there are too many options stopping us, holy crap, we're gonna fail at these outrageous expectations that we set for ourselves. And that's not gonna make us wanna practice. We're not gonna wanna do anything because what's the point? We never get to the end of the list and we keep letting ourselves down. Not only do we need to be more kind to ourselves so that we can move forward, but we also need to take a positive look at the whole thing. You will never run out of things to learn in this dance. You will never be bored. And honestly, you'll always have something to practice. Remember what Terry said about negative self-talk? You have to reduce and replace, right? Or it doesn't do as much good. Well, here we're doing the same, but slightly twisted. You're replacing that feeling of overwhelm with gratitude. Gratitude that this dance has so much to offer. Gratitude that you get to learn all the things. Gratitude that you get to spend time with so many awesome people while you're learning. And gratitude that you're a badass belly dancer who's gonna kick ass on these things in your dance. Yes, I did just tell you to be grateful for yourself and what you can do, and I mean it. So we've changed our mindset a bit to gratitude, though it's gonna take some time and effort to make it stick. But we still have a long list of items here a long list of podcasts that we've just absorbed. So what do you take away from it all? How do you translate what you're learning here or anywhere into your dance practice? In the episodes themselves, I try to encourage our contributors to give you guys exercises and drills that will help you do just that. But there's so much esoteric information here. There's so many other things included that are harder to translate in. And there are actually so many things that I want to say about this that I'm having a hard time deciding where to start. Being overwhelmed, even in just teaching, is totally a thing. 
but we have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. So I guess I'll start there. I think that this is where goals and prioritization come in. And there are a million and a half ways to set goals. Both Victoria and Sadie talked about how they set their goals in these interviews, and dancers in the future will tell us more about their methods as well. But for now, Victoria and Sadie can give you a good place to start. If you have another method that's worked for you in the past, though, do that. Even if it's worked outside of the belly dance sphere, how can you twist it to fit your dance life? We'll talk about motivation and accountability to keep those goals in a future episode, but for today, we're going to stick to just goals and priorities. And Sarah said it really well in her interview. If you don't have a goal, you'll never get there because you're not on the journey to get there. So if you don't have a goal to practice every day, you likely won't because you're not trying to. If you don't have a goal to improve your shimmy or your technique or your ummies, you're going to take a really long time to get to that point because you're not focused on getting there. And when we first start, our teachers set these goals for us, right? They set the choreographies that we'll perform, choreographing these, these dances on future versions of you and how your abilities will grow over the course of their class. And Sadie talked about this, right? But our teachers are doing it for us right now. They know what's essential and they guide us in that direction. But when you're on your own at home, it's harder to work towards those goals because you may not have that vision. You may not know exactly what your teacher's goal is or even be able to envision it for yourself. And your own goals, those might not line up with your teachers either. Perhaps there's something more that you'd like to work on in your dance that they can't really help you with at that particular moment in time. And at first, that transition is really difficult. Taking a step back and figuring out what you want your practice schedule to look like and what you want your dance to look like, that's hard. Now, if you're not ready for this and just want someone else to continue to help guide you through the dance process, that is totally fine. You can do teachers in your local area. You can seek out new teachers online. And over at the bundle, I have an option for you too that we'll talk about later. But I encourage you to try this exercise today anyway, just to see what comes of it. And the beauty of all of this is that you can always change your mind. So let's go back to those lists that you made. And feel free to pause this episode and do this along with me now, though you can totally do it later if you're sure you'll remember to. Go through those lists that you made and pick out two to three things from it that are your priorities in your dance right now. Now, do the same to your second list, the one about life and sundry. What things pulling on your free time right now are your priorities? And remember, dance doesn't actually have to be one of them. There is no judgment here. Now take all those things that you chose and put them on a new, fresh sheet of paper. These are your priorities. These are the things that need your time and attention. These are the things that we practice active learning on. When we attend a conference and one of the workshops is about something that can help with one of these topics, we learn hard. We focus, we absorb, we take notes, and we bring those things back into our at-home practices. And when one of those workshops isn't in line with those current dance priorities, well, then we see what we can take from it to work towards those priorities, and the rest, we learn a bit more passively. Now, I'm not encouraging you to sit in the corner and not pay attention to the workshop. That's not what this is about. 
I just mean that we don't work as hard to retain the information. We kind of store it in the back of our brains for later, for when that does become a priority in our dance. It percolates back there while we focus on other things so that when you do go and make that particular topic a priority for you, you've already got a bit of proficiency in the area. It's just kind of been seeping into your brain over time. So take this podcast, for example. The episodes that are in line with what you're trying to work on in your practice and in your dance, take those and apply them like mad. Keep those drills from the 21 days of belly dance that are in line with the things that you're focusing on in your dance and make them work for you. The rest, sit back and enjoy the episodes. Let the information soak in for later. Try out the drills that go along with them, and if you find value in them in a different way than perhaps the teacher intended, well, that's awesome. This way works better for your current dance priorities, so keep it around. Otherwise, save them for later. They'll still be there. We're going to be updating the show notes page for every episode with the drills from the challenge so you can always go back to access them. And future episodes of this podcast will be doing the same thing. Each one will have drills or exercises that go along with them, just like these ones have. And this same idea, you can apply it to your practice time as well. For those life priorities that you set up, the ones that you're saying are the most important to your life right now, those things take precedence. And if dance isn't on that list, Fit it in where you can without sacrificing those. But if your dance practice is what needs to go right now, then it's what needs to go. Keep up with class, passively take in info like this podcast, and do your best, which you already do every day. And then when things ease up, bring dance back in. If you feel like your dance is self-care and needs to be more prevalent, make that a priority. Life and your dance, it's all about priorities, because everything will take your time away from you if you let it. The only one in charge of your time is you. Every second that you spend on something is a choice, and that's empowering as hell. So decide what you want to spend your time on, and we'll work on how to make it happen in tomorrow's episode. But make no mistake, these priorities will change often, sometimes from day to day. But keeping an eye on them and knowing what they are at any given time can really help you allocate your time in a way that works for you and for your dance. For me, I like to make this a monthly exercise to make sure that I'm on track with putting my time towards the things that matter to me, both in my dance and in my personal life, because it's so easy to get distracted and get off track. And also, let's be clear here, none of these are chains to bind you, because you get to decide. You get to change your mind, as little or as much as you want. These aren't permanent decisions, so don't worry so much about making them. They're just a place to get started. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do all the things. I can't tell you how many times I'm a wreck on this side of the microphone for doing just that. Why can't I run my house, do the laundry, plant the garden, work multiple businesses, read the books I want, play games with my friends, hang out with my kid, take care of my pets, homeschool my kid, make sure to cross-train, dance, listen to all the Middle Eastern music, record these podcasts, get eight hours of sleep, cook dinner, etc., etc., etc. Every single day. Because I'm not a time-traveling magician, that's why. I had to learn this lesson the hard way. I had to stop dancing for a bit. I had to step away from my businesses to focus on my family for a while. I had to let the garden go to weeds so that I could focus on my businesses when they needed the attention. It's just how life works sometimes. 
And if you can accept that and work with it instead of fighting the tide, I think that makes things a lot easier. And knowing your values and your priorities makes it so much easier to fit dance into your life. And it makes it amazingly easier to figure out what to practice when you do get to the dance floor. Those lists, they're your starting point. We're going to talk about how to follow through on them and make things work for you because you're unique and no cut and paste advice is going to work for everybody. And isn't that cool? Like you're unique and amazing and awesome. And remember that you're totally enough. When you can't focus on your dance right now, you're enough. When you figured out how to be a time traveling magician and do all the things, you're enough then too. When you need a break, you're enough. When you feel guilt, you're enough. I swear I could go on forever like this. You are enough. And that doesn't mean that we just sit on our laurels and ignore self-growth and pushing ourselves in this dance. You can want to improve while being happy with where you are now. So let's be happy in the present, right? We're improving our way through all of this. So let's just imagine what we could grow into and build the bridge. And I'm really excited to do whatever I can to help you get there. So here's the, here's the part where I tell you how the bundle helps with this. Because if I'm bringing this information to you, then I know it affects you, which means that everyone who picks up the bundle is going to be in the same headspace. But I've got a plan for the bundlers. So if you haven't picked up your copy, remember, it's only on sale till the 23rd of October. So don't let time get away from you. Go ahead and grab your copy now. You can do that at thebellydancebundle.com. And when you do and you hop into the Redemption Center, this feeling of overwhelm we're talking about, it might smack you in the face. Because, I mean, 22 resources is a lot of information to get all at once. Imagine if I had dropped all of these podcast episodes on the same day, right? That's what we're talking about here. But I got you, boo. So look, I obviously have strong feelings about overwhelm. So I've built in some systems to make it easier to deal with that as part of your bundle experience. First, we've got a cool little guide that can help direct you to the courses that are most in line with what you want to learn right now. Focusing on arms in your practice, here are three courses that should help with that. Musicality, got that too. In fact, if you wanna take a look at the guide before you buy the bundle, you can check out the show notes page at thebellydancebundle.com 24 and do just that. Second, we're gonna have a couple of webinars just for bundle buyers to help you not only figure out how to use the bundle, think of like freshman orientation, but dance and fun, but also what to work on next based on your priorities. And if you don't know what those priorities are, if you weren't able to narrow that list down today, you can check out our figuring out what to practice guide that we made a while back, which is also on the show notes page. That'll help you get a bit of an objective view on your dance and will walk you through many of the common areas of belly dance so that you can figure out where your challenge areas are and how to start using the bundle to get past them. Third, things are way less overwhelming when you have friends doing them with you and when we go back to the idea of teachers laying out a goal for you. So we'll be continuing on Instagram with a private account. We'll have tasks, challenges, inspiration over there as we go through the bundle together so that you'll keep up with all of your bundle buddies. And we're going to talk more about accountability in a couple of days, but it applies here to overwhelm too. Overwhelm is destroyed when you tackle it with a team. You'll be able to follow along whether you're going through our recommended sequence, because sometimes it's just nice to rely on other people, or if you're super clear on your priorities and want to do your own thing on your own time, 
that's fine too. Both are totally welcome in the group and we'll have ways that everyone can participate. I'm super stoked about this this year. But if you know the bundle's not for you, don't worry. The bundle account will also have lots of great information on keeping you together with your practice. We'll have new podcast episodes, new drills. It's all very exciting. Fourth, yes, I'm serious. I really took this to heart this year. We will have an email system that reminds you of what you're working on at any given time and keeps you on track. So even if social media isn't your thing, I'll be in your inbox too. You can choose the frequency or if you even want reminders at all. You have complete control over the process. And like I said, different things work for different people. So I've designed the bundle to provide tools to help eradicate overwhelm if they're used. And I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure everyone knows exactly what they're doing next all the time. That's how important I think it is. And even if you're not part of the bundle, you can always email me at hello at thebellydancebundle.com at any time with whatever you're struggling with. And I'll do my damnedest for you too. Because what matters to me is that you practice. Practice with whatever tools fit you and your situation right now. I hope that's the bundle because then we get to hang out more. But if it isn't, just find something that is. Check out our contributors' other courses. Look at your local upcoming events. Look to your local teachers and private lessons. You do what you got to do. But I got to say that I hope it's the bundle because you're awesome and I want to hang out more. And if the bundle sounds like your thing, make sure to check it out at thebellydancebundle.com until October 23rd. After that, this particular bundle sale is gone forever. We might be back next year, but I have to convince everyone to let me do it again. I'm Every year I'm amazed that they say yes. Don't forget that we have one final exercise today on the 21 Days of Belly Dance Challenge that goes in line with what we're talking about here right now. And we'll be drawing winners for our prizes to that challenge on Sunday, the 20th of October at 11 a.m. Eastern Time via Instagram. And if you are in a different time zone and aren't sure exactly when that is, worldtimebuddy.com is your friend. I hope to see you there. But for today, take the time to make the lists we talked about if you haven't already and get really clear on what your priorities are in your life and in your dance. There are no wrong answers, none. Literally anything that you choose is fine and great and wonderful and totally you. It's the beauty of life and of this dance that you get to make those choices. No matter what your dance style or focus or passion, you get to choose what you work on next in your own practice 100% of the time. Unless you don't want to, of course. Then leave it to your teachers or to our Instagram channel over at The Bundle, where we'll be doing the recommended course order through that bundle to take something off your plate. Because sometimes that's just nice. Now, off into the world with ye, and hopefully with a better sense of direction. I'll see you back here tomorrow so that we can talk about how to start making our practice time a reality. Because your practice is just as unique as you are. So, you have to do a little bit of experimentation. Experimentation.